Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Black Thoughts. Now, I promised y'all last episode I was going to go ahead and review J. Cole's new album, The Off Season. But I didn't get a chance to give it to y'all that same week when it first came out because of the simple fact that I had to go back and listen to the shit twice. Because the first time around, I didn't really catch any songs that I really fucked with like that. But this time around, I got my act together, so I'm really good at it. All right, so if you haven't listened to it, uh, his album, The Off Season, is... 39 minutes and there's 12 songs on 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 this album uh of course everybody heard in the loop because that shit been everywhere it was fucking on youtube it was fucking going crazy on fucking instagram and fucking facebook before the album came out you know that that one song that kind of just boosts everybody up to go fucking listen to the album or go buy it or stream it whatever the fuck you whatever the fuck you did you know what i'm saying whatever you did to go listen to the shit that song was the main song that came out now among that song and if I don't say any other songs is on here, that mean obviously I don't fuck with them. Uh, the Climb Back, fuck with it. Hunger on the Hillside, fuck with it. Punching the Clock, fuck with it. Applying Pressure, definitely fuck with it. These, what, five songs out of those 12 are probably by far the hardest fucking songs that I've heard on this track, on, on, on this, I can't even say that, on this album, all right? The rest of the songs really didn't stick out to me, and and a lot of times they don't stick out to me because the wordplay isn't right. Uh, sometimes the rap lyrics are a little too slow, and I just can't really catch the flow of it. Or playing the simple, the beat just not there for me either. I'm a big beats guy, so if if the beat catches me, like in the beginning of the shit, boom, you already got me. Now, uh, with that being said, out of these five songs though, right, that I just named that I kind of fuck with. I only downloaded Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure has one of the hardest beats. It's like a it's like an old school, new school beat. And and the flow is just so fucking sick on this shit. Like yo. Like I I I, I like I said, I, I fuck with the other four songs that I named, but Applying Pressure is by far the best song on this entire album. Now, when I look at the album as a whole, because I only fuck with just the five songs, I have to compare it to Born Center. I have to compare it to Force Hill Drive because those are the two hardest uh fucking fucking J. Cole albums to me by far. Those those are the two that are that are right here at the top. They have set the bar very high for every other J. Cole album that ever comes out. Don't get me wrong again, once again. J. Cole has what six what six number one albums? You know what I'm saying? On 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 billboards or whatever. But I hold those two at the highest regard. So anything that comes out, any project that he does has to be at the same level or higher than those. And I can honestly say that this album is not Born Center or Force Hill Drive. Now, that's not saying that it's bad. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 like I said, it's not a bad album. It's just it's not those albums. And I think what happens is that over time and, you know, anybody can correct me if I'm wrong or not, but. Over time, what happens is that a lot of celebrities, as far as like, well, well rappers, singers, what, whatever you want to say, what, I'm going to just say celebrities in general, right? After they've been doing their craft for so long, eventually they start to take their mind elsewhere. And I say that because if, if anybody didn't know, J. Cole is now playing in the, what's that, the, uh, uh, the BA, the BAL, the, uh, the Basketball uh, Africa League. 
And you know what I mean? So, so I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, this was just an album he just wanted to go ahead and just put out here for his fans because he really wanted to focus on basketball. Now, you know anything about uh, J. Cole, you know that this nigga can hoop. All right? We saw him in the All-Star game with fucking uh, with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart throwing oops and shit to this nigga. He dunking in all types of other shit, right? We seen him at open runs with uh, Trey Young, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think uh, who else was in that motherfucker with him? I think uh, Lance Stevenson was there. And what's the motherfucker that fucked up with the Cavaliers? God damn. J.R. Smith. That's that motherfucker's name. J.R. Smith. He, he, he's been going to open room with these motherfuckers. Now, uh, I think around, what, August of 2020? I think there was talks about him uh, maybe looking into trying out for the Detroit Pistons. Now, you know, I don't know if that was just a rumor. I don't know, you know, if that was... Well, if he, if he had plans for that, but I've never heard anything else about that. But this BAL league is definitely what he's been doing. Now, J. Cole's had three games, all right? Three games. Let me tell y'all. The first game, nigga had 17 minutes, right? He played 17 minutes with three points. Now, I wasn't sad or upset about that because I was like, okay, first game, playing in a league. You haven't played basketball in a while. I think J. Cole's like, what? 33 maybe 34 i mean i could be wrong he ordered my ass i know that much so you know i, I take that as okay first game jitters you know what i'm saying but the nigga did play a lot of time though 17 minutes that's a that's a good amount of time to actually to, to be on the floor now i don't know if those 17 consecutive minutes or not but it's 17 minutes in four quarters so you know what i'm saying divide that shit up uh any way you want to, the nigga still had enough time to go ahead and get more than three points but i give him that you know what i'm saying a lot of niggas can't even do that now we jump into the second game. Second game, my man plays 12 minutes. He gets two points, one assist. Once again, I don't fault him for the second game, but 12 minutes is a good enough time to be able to score more than goddamn two points. I don't know how long he was on the floor because they might not be consecutive minutes, just like I said for the first game, but it's 12 minutes, brother. It's 12 minutes. I'm, I'm just saying, I've seen niggas score. I've seen niggas hit about 10 in less than the 12 minutes so i mean i'm just i'm just saying a nigga that goes to open runs with carmelo anthony and trey young and them and hitting hella threes and fucking niggas up i expect more from you but second game third game and this is what fucked me up like i said first game three points second game two points third game 15 minutes zero points and that's all for two three-point attempts my nigga off a two, three-point attempt. So, you mean to tell me 15 minutes and you ain't shoot the ball no more? I'm fucked up. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not understanding what's going on. I seen my man go to the wreck. I seen him miss layups. I seen him do some wild-ass passes and shit like that, 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 that he done gave the ball to the other team and shit like that. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with J. Cole. I don't know what the fuck this nigga was thinking. Now, maybe the nigga might turn it around. Maybe, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I could be a, a, a nigga just sitting here ranting, not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about because I don't play in the goddamn basketball league. But as a fellow person that has played basketball before, I could tell you right now, if this nigga ain't getting this shit right now at the age that he is right now, how long is this nigga intending on playing in this motherfucking league? I'm not I'm not getting it. These motherfuckers, not, they not even as good as fucking NBA players, bro. Like, listen to what I'm saying. They're not even as good as NBA players. You play with NBA players on a regular ass uh, open run court. And y'all can check it out. Just, just, just type, go on YouTube and type in J. Cole open run. 
This I'm telling you, yo, this nigga is hitting threes. Yo can't catch a break. This nigga is airballing and shit every time he shoot the ball in his league. And these niggas sorry. And the crazy thing is his team sorry. His team sorry and shit too. And I don't even think this nigga and this nigga coming off the bench. That's wild to me. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, I'm a, I'm I'm not gonna disrespect. I'm not even gonna disrespect. That's a, that's a fellow black man. I'm not even gonna disrespect him like that. You know what I mean? It takes guts to be able to go out there. You know what I mean? He's actually doing some shit, like living his fucking dream. He wanted to play ball. Now, guess what? He get a chance to play ball in the league. He's doing one. He he is one step further than every nigga that I know that really love to play basketball that have no chance in hell heck, getting into any type of motherfucker league to actually play basketball. So, big shout out to J. Cole. Um, hopefully in the next couple of games, man, you get that shit together. Because I really want to see you do good. I don't think nobody really want to see you do bad. You know what I mean? But all I'm saying is for right now, Master P is by far the best rapper to ever get into the league and actually get buckets. That's all I'm saying. All right? But on another related note, right? On another basketball-related note, right? Got to jump into some of the most controversial shit that's been happening this week right here. Well, no, not even this week. That happened the, the end of last week, right? And that's motherfucking Kwame Brown. Now, if you don't know who Kwame Brown is, Kwame Brown is a center who was drafted in, what was it? I think he was, he was drafted number one overall in 2001 to the Wizards. And that was back when Michael Jordan, old ass, was uh, getting on that motherfucking uh, <laughs> exercise bike every time they subbed his ass out so he can keep his knees fresh and shit like that. And I think that nigga Popeye Jones, I don't know why the fuck his name Popeye Jones was, the, uh, was playing for the motherfucking Wizards, right? So, last at the end of last week, Kwame Brown came out and he started going off on niggas because apparently on, and this ain't even just I'm I'm, I'm saying all of the smoke on all of the smoke podcast with Matt Bonds and Steven Jackson, but it it it, it the shit stemmed further back from that. But this is what sparked it all. So on on the all of the smoke podcast with Matt Bonds and Steven Jackson, right? They had Gilbert Arenas come on there, and Gilbert Arenas was on there talking hella shit about this nigga Kwame Brown. Now, mind you, Kwame Brown has not played in the league in buh, 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 a couple of years now. He hasn't been in the league for a long-ass motherfucking time. And yet, his name always comes up when you talk about mop-ass niggas in the NBA. Even though the NBA is filled with mop-ass niggas that's playing today and, is, and, and has had mop-ass niggas that have been in the league that you don't even fucking even remember even got drafted, right? But apparently Kwame Brown is just the, the poster boy for, oh, yo, if you a fuck up in the NBA, you a Kwame Brown-ass nigga, right? Here's the thing about Kwame Brown, right? In, in his career, right, he has averaged 6.6 points per game. He has averaged 5.5 rebounds per game. His assist game ain't all that. He averaged .9, all right? And, and his field goal percentage as a whole is 49.2. Now, some people will look at that and say that them stats is horrible as shit. When I look at these stats, I don't see that. I see, okay, uh, let's see, Kwame Brown, field goal percentage 49.2. Okay, that means this nigga, he hit half half of every shot, you know what I'm saying, that he shoots up. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I mean, it ain't going to be a good thing either, but it's 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 an in-between thing. It's it's a 50-50 chance. I mean, I mean... You can't you can't get mad at that shit. And then at the position that the nigga is playing, he's playing center. Now let's be real, right? 
You got a, a, a young kid. This nigga got drafted out of high school. 17, 18 years old, right? He goes to play in Washington with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, the motherfucking, the GOAT of the fucking NBA, right? Now, at this point in time, he's not the GOAT of the fucking NBA. Kobe is. But you go to Washington to go play with this nigga, and he already has a fucking ego problem, and his ego is all the way up to the motherfucking clouds and shit like that because of the championships that this nigga has won with the Chicago Bulls. So, of course, every time you do something, this nigga got something to say. This, the way Kwame Brown described the shit is like Jordan and them beat this nigga down every time he did something. They made it seem like this nigga was the reason why every time they lost a game, it was his fucking fault. Which is crazy. And when you go watch, and when you go watch Undisputed with, with Skip and Shannon, they can, they can verify what I'm saying. It's like, yo, you are beating down a 17-year-old kid telling him he ain't shit. And it's like, yo... It's really fucking getting to them. Now, I know they always say that sticks and stones, you know what I'm saying, may break your bones, but words can never hurt you. But words do hurt people. Words get people emotional. It brings them down. And it, it, it fucks up everything with them. If, if you know anything about, about your mental, once somebody gets into your head, once somebody fucks with you mentally, it does affect your body physically. So you're not going to perform the highest as you could if somebody was actually uplifting your ass to be able to do so. And that's something that Michael Jordan obviously does not do and if you look at the uh the last dance you'll see michael jordan was punching niggas and all types of other shit because he told muscle when we was trying to win this nigga is a whole asshole but nonetheless i do still rock this nigga's shoes i'm sorry i can't I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just one of those niggas i ain't gotta like the motherfucker as a whole and everything else like that but i do fuck with his i do fuck with his shoes some people might sit here and say, well, why do you fuck with the shoes if you don't fuck with a nigga? You just giving them money. Well, guess what? Y'all niggas don't fuck. Well, 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 Gucci and them don't really fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Louis Vuitton don't really fuck with y'all. But guess what? Niggas still go do it, right? Y'all still go buy the shit. All right, then. So it is what it is at the end of the day. Sorry. I just got off topic. Let me jump back in. So this nigga Kwame Brown went at Matt Bonds. And he talked bad about how this nigga wife was sleeping with uh, motherfucking Dirk Fisher. And all the shit that was going on with them. He went at Steven Jackson. Uh, he talked about his peoples and shit like that. Uh, who else did he go with? He went at Gilbert Arenas for talking the bullshit that he was saying. Because Gilbert Arenas was talking about how much of a mob and everything he is. But Kwame Brown talked about the fact that Gilbert Arenas with them was, was, was taking 20 motherfucking shots. And he was only allowed to take like like five or six. And I, and I actually believe it because these hawk ass niggas do shit like this. In the NBA and out of the NBA. You got a motherfucker that'll shoot 30 fucking shots. And then when you go here and shoot one shot and you miss. Then all of a sudden. Oh yo what the fuck is you doing yo. Why the fuck did you take that shot. That was the dumbest shot ever. My nigga. You just went fucking 5 for 20. And you mad at the one shot that I missed. Out of fucking 5 shots. Okay. Nigga kiss my motherfucking ass. You dumb as shit. Uh, he also went at uh, Stephen A. Smith. Now, I'm not, I mean, you can't be surprised about that shit neither because Stephen A. Smith runs his motherfucking mouth about everybody. Everybody. Except for the niggas that he really fucking dick ride, like Allen Iverson and LeBron James and shit like that. That's because those are like top 10 niggas on the top. You feel me? He even ran his mouth about Kobe until Kobe died. Then he started sucking his dick at the end of the day. But, you know, that, that's, that's just that journalism shit to try to put on the show for everybody in the goddamn world. So that way, you know what I mean? They, they can keep their ratings up high because, honestly and truthfully, 
if they didn't talk bad about people, it wouldn't be no reason to fucking watch the show because we all watch the fucking games. Football, baseball, basketball, whatever the sport may be that they fucking covering at the time, right? And then, the funniest shit, this nigga went at Charlemagne the God. Now, y- y'all already know y'all know who Charlemagne the God is. He's the motherfucker on the fucking breakfast club and him bleached his fucking skin hella much. And now this nigga is a uh, light brown skin ass, bald head ass nigga. You feel me? He went at Charlemagne and he spoke on Charlemagne. Uh, on 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 you know the rape. I'm not, I can't even really call it a rape allegation because I, the nigga really did it. He went on he went on the show talking about how he put the pills inside the bitch's drinks, like my nigga. And then and then when 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 the when the lady came and and fucking accused you of doing the shit and and had had made a whole spectacle of the shit, ain't nothing happened to the nigga. He then went on to talk about how Charlemagne always uh tooting his ass up and always trying to suck on niggas' dicks and shit like that. And I ain't gonna lie to you. Charlemagne says a lot of suspect shit when he's on the motherfucking breakfast club. And he backtracks on a lot of shit, depending on who the fuck it is. And I actually stopped watching uh, the breakfast club, me and my wife, because of the simple fact that they do a lot of fucking dick riding on this motherfucking show. And they, 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 they fucking are biased to certain people. I watched them sit here and talk, talk so good about Nikki. When Nikki is on a show and everything like that. And then when Cardi came on the scene, it was like, oh, yo, we don't fuck with Nikki no more. You know what I'm saying? But once again, nobody pulled up on him. But Kwame, Kwame pulled up on any fucking body right now. And I'm happy to see it because a lot of times we don't get a lot of celebrities that actually sit around and and and, and clap back when niggas say shit to him. And that's why niggas respect KD. Because when Michael Rappaport got to talking that shit on Twitter, KD hit that nigga up and started talking about and went at his motherfucking neck. Michael Rappaport is a motherfucking comedian who tried to come for niggas all the motherfucking time. He was very prolific with the whole Trump when Trump was in office shit. This nigga tried to come at KD on some bullshit. And then when KD say something back to him, he getting his feelings and then want to post the motherfucker all over the internet. Now, I thought that the shit was being told on Twitter and everything else. I didn't know that the conversation started with them, with, with, with KD actually like like hitting him personally. To let him know what the fucking uh, situation was. Because, you know what I'm saying? These celebrities, all, half, half of these niggas, they all got each other numbers anyway. Michael Rappaport is the one that posted the motherfucker online and shit like that. And try to run around like, oh, yo, I, uh, I'm so scared. Yo, KD crazy. I don't know what's going on with him when he stuck and started this shit. But you see what I'm saying? A lot of niggas don't run down on motherfuckers when they do shit like that. That's why niggas respect Kwame Brown for doing what the fuck he doing right now. I'm 100% sure there's some more people that he really want to throw underneath the motherfucking bus to and fuck them up. And I am here for it, bro. I am all the way here for this shit. Like, yo, there's, there has to be a line that has to be drawn when it comes to... When it comes to anybody, I'm not even going to say certain people. There's a line that has to be drawn when it comes to anybody. Like, I don't hear nobody talking about uh, Christian Leitner, you know what I'm saying? The white boy from Duke. I mean, that, that, that was number one. This nigga was a whole bus. You feel me? You ain't even hear about this nigga like that. He came in the league back when Jordan and them was in a prime. Magic was still playing. Bird was still playing. Uh, Carl Malone, Dominique, you know what I'm saying? The, the whole motherfucking dream team, Charles Barkley, fucking Scotty Pippen, all these niggas were still in they damn prime when Christian Leighton got there, you feel me? At the win at the win that championship with Duke. And ain't nobody don't nobody even remember that nigga. That's the crazy thing. Don't nobody ever whenever somebody fuck up in the league or they do some dumb ass shit, don't nobody ever say, Oh yo, Christian Leighton ass nigga. You know what I mean? Don't nobody say shit like that. But we got a nigga like Mark L. Folks that came in the league straight bust his first year. And still, and still to the day, I'm not gonna lie to you. 
Markel Fultz really don't do shit now. He really don't show shit to nobody. You feel me? So how is it that, yo, you can still talk about this nigga? And then, and then what, I, I got to respect Kwame because Kwame was like, yo, you know, pretty much stay to himself. He ain't got no, he, he ain't really got no problems with nobody and shit like that. He just trying to live his life, do what he do in his everyday motherfucking life. And yet he got to keep on continuously hearing this shit like that. Now I had to go ahead and I had to have empathy for the nigga because I was like, yo, what if it was me? What if I was in Kwame, what if, what if I was in Kwame Brown shoes, right? What if I was an ass basketball player? I tried my hardest. I was in the league for 12 years, bro. I was in the league for 12 years. Uh, Trying to play my ass off, uh, I finally was able to get out of poverty, get my get get my mom out of this shit, get her a nice house, hook my family up, do my thing. You feel me? I got everything in place. I feel like I'm being successful just to hear everybody tell me that I ain't shit. To just be like, yo, oh yo yo, you the worst player to ever play the game of basketball. When there's some motherfuckers that literally came into the league for one year, went straight to the D league, and you forgot all about them. Or went overseas and you forgot all about them. Like, bro, come on, man. Y'all got you gotta you gotta you gotta be real with me on that. Y'all got I I know I know niggas agree with me on this shit, man. Because this shit this shit just don't make it don't make a lick of fucking sense, yo. But I'ma say this and I'm gonna end this episode with this, yo. Kwame Brown, I fuck with you, my nigga. And I hope you go ahead and create a YouTube channel, bro. Because I'm telling you, while you hot right now, you can monetize on all of this shit. And I think that you should. And to all them niggas and all the haters out here in the world, to all of, you know what I mean, just, just, not, not even just the niggas hating on Kwame Brown, but just to the, all the haters, all the hating ass motherfuckers in the world, yo, I'ma leave it all by saying this, fuck you niggas, alright, you niggas is miserable, you ain't got nothing else to do with your life, but to sit around and try to fuck with everybody else's life, to bring them down to your sorry ass level, and if, 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 if killing, if killing wasn't a sin, then all of you motherfuckers would already be dead at this point in time. I'm sorry to say that, but it's the dead honest truth. And I can't hide who I am. That's Black Thoughts. I'll holler at y'all next week. Peace out.